Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, SFF Yeah listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future our new bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Sharifa Williams, today is July 18th, and we're going to rock on to SFF and talk about music. Um, and before I get to my recommendations, I just wanted to pause and thank you so much for listening to the show and to ask that if you like what you hear, that you share the podcast on your own social media with your friends, your fam, or even your nemeses, if you think they'll like the show, why not? When you do shout us out, though, on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, please tag us at Book Riot so we can thank you. We love hearing from our listeners and so appreciate your support and spreading the word about us. And now back to the show and to my recommendations for backlist books about music. So I feel like all of us have been touched by music in some way. Whether you remember playing the recorder in elementary school, whether you were in a band or maybe you are involved with music even today. Um, personally, I spent a lot of my childhood in and out of orchestra and music classes. My sister and I uh, actually went to a college course on music composition when I was in elementary school because my dad thought we would benefit from it. And let me tell you, we had no idea what was going on. But even though I, I kind of lost interest in piano, then flute, then guitar, I've always been really fascinated by and totally into all types of music. And I still kind of secretly wish I could play an instrument or do something in the world of music. So whenever I hear about a book with a musician main character or you know, where music holds some important function, I am there for it. I'm game. And one of the books on my TBR, which does follow this theme, is Signal to Noise. And this one's by Silvia Moreno-Garcia, who wrote another recent favorite of mine, uh, Prime Meridian, which I talked about on a fairly recent episode of SFF Yeah. And as with Prime Meridian, the story is set in Mexico City. It takes place in 1988. And I do love a throwback, and I really do love a story about outcasts as well. And Meche is one such outcast. She's 15 years old. She has two friends who share her status. They are all outcasts together, and they've discovered magic through music. Not in the woo-woo sense, but in the actual magical sense. So the three of them, and I'm going to call them a coven. I do not know them yet. I'm going to call them a coven anyway. The three of them try to use the magic of music to fix their lives. Then the story jumps forward to 2009 when Meche returns to the world she left behind because of her father's funeral. And she starts to remember what happened way back when. 
And I don't know about you, but I need to know what happened when those kids decided to use their magic because I'm thinking about if I was given the ability to muck with life, whether it was my own life or somebody else's at the bright age of 15, I absolutely would have made a big bad mess of things. And in the description, there's mention of mixtapes and vinyl, which really took me back. The mixtapes part, at least, not so much the vinyl, that was before my time, but I remember mixtapes. And I kind of can't wait to find out if Moreno Garcia included actual mixtape track lists to go with the story, because I would 100% listen to an 80s reminiscent soundtrack. I kind of already do in my daily life, so if it's right in. Um, and again, that was Signal to Noise by Silvia Moreno Garcia. I cannot wait to pick that one up. Uh, but the book that actually made me think of this theme is Sister Mine by Nalo Hopkinson. And I read this one a few years ago. It was out in 2013. I've always been into alternative lifestyles and music like goth and punk. And then I learned about Afropunk, which is this mu uh, movement for black people in alternative subcultures. Because if you've ever been like in the goth scene or the punk scene, you know, many of those subcultures skew very white. And in the heyday of my Gotham, I was very aware of this fact. And Sister Mine got me pretty hype about getting back into that scene, even though I'm a little too old for nightclubs on weekdays and things like that. It was still really exciting and interesting. So the story itself really focuses on a pair of sisters and they're twins by the names of Makeda and Abby. The sisters are very close, very, very close to each other and to their family, whether they like it or not. But Makeda decides to forge her own path. She has no mojo. She has no magical abilities, even though she, like her sister, is the daughter of a demigod. So imagine, like, everyone around you has magical abilities. Like, could you imagine if you were at Hogwarts or something and you got the owl post by mistake and... You just had no abilities whatsoever. That would be so horrible. That is like a nightmare <laughs> for any fantasy reader out there. I'm sure you understand. But in general, I'd be upset too. But so Makeda is living on her own for the first time. So even though these are two grown women, uh, Makeda is only just coming into adulthood in some ways. She's still discovering herself um, without her discovery being so reliant on whether or not she'll find her mojo, just getting to know herself as a person, a human being. And then in the course of forging her own path, she meets some people in this very artsy sort of a co apartment complex, um, or rather think warehouse district complex. The way this place was described reminded me kind of of the arts district in downtown LA. I feel like a lot of arts districts in urban cities, like big cities, are very similar in this way. And this story takes place in Canada, if I recall correctly. Um, but it reminded me of the arts district in downtown LA before it got really gentrified and really, really expensive. And in Makeda's new life, meeting new people who aren't related to her, who don't care about her mojo, who know nothing about that side of her life, basically, and who are also not totally mischievous and cryptic like her relatives are, 
Um, in the course of that, she meets the members of a band, and their music ends up doing some strange and wonderful things to her. She has this whole moment in the beginning, just as she's starting to discover herself and to feel like she's finally, you know, finding some peace on her own and away from everybody else who has their abilities and is concerned about hers. There's this moment where she goes to this concert not really a concert, it's sort of like an underground event where the band is playing music and she just gets so swept up by it and it does things to her. And I just thought that was such an amazing scene and it made me feel right there in it. And I could practically hear the music in my head. It was just wonderful. I just thought that was such a fantastic scene. And it's easy to guess that music plays a big part in this story because there is literally a guitar right on the front cover. The front cover is so cool, by the way, if you have a chance, definitely look it up. Um, and I just think it's interesting also that Many of the books I've read that incorporate music as part of the plot tend to put magic in the real world. And there are plenty of books out there that don't. Like how many hundreds of folk singing elves can you find in epic fantasy? I'm sure there are like a million of them. But for some reason, I don't know what it is. I gravitate toward either urban fantasy or punk genres of SFF when it comes to these musical themes. And Terry Pratchett's soul music might be an exception. Might be an exception. So soul music is a 1994 Discworld book starring my fave outside of the Lanker, which is, of course, Susan Stowhellet. I literally only picked up this book because I wanted a Stowhellet read. Susan Stowhellet is the granddaughter of death, and she's the character I'm often looking for in fantasy. She's brusque, she's level-headed, and she's usually at odds with the antics of this very absurd world. And this is the story of how she finds out the identity of her grandfather while also dealing with the antics created by a new kind of music that's trending, which is called music with rocks in it. <laughs> I think you can figure out what that's referring to. So along with following Susan on her journey of self-discovery, we learn how this music came about as we follow this band that is discordant in every way. Like when you first meet the members of this band and they come together, you're like, how is this possibly going to happen? How are they going to do anything but embarrass themselves terribly because they are completely a hot mess? Um... And I also asked if this was an example that fell outside of my usual brand of musical SFF because Terry Pratchett has that really tricksy way of making his totally original imaginary world so familiar. You know, there's takeout food, there are nightclubs and concerts. There are just so many ordinary city things turned on their heads in a really delightfully Pratchett way. So again, that was Soul Music by Terry Pratchett. The one I was talking about before also um, by Nalo Hopkinson was Sister Mine. I forgot to mention that again. Um, but I also did not want to leave out science fiction because there's plenty of music to be, to be found in the world of sci-fi. Um, take The Sparrow by Mary Doria Russell, for instance. This one's from way back in 1996, and it's the harrowing story of a group of people, including a Jesuit priest, on a space mission to a newly discovered planet. And the whole reason their journey begins is due to this transmission of music to Earth, and to SETI specifically. 
So the crew goes on this expedition to Rakat with the certainty that they're going to find complex beings there because of this music. Like, of course they're complex, and of course they have some, you know, perhaps some empathy or emotion because music is that sort of, it's a signal of complexity and depth and emotional, I don't know, of emotion, I guess, in general. And so the thread that originates from the transmission doesn't end with their decision to set off to Rakat. Um, they end up discovering who made this music and what the music was about. And they end up getting into all sorts of other trials. Uh, so I will say that if you are thinking about picking this one up, please do note that there's heavy violence and there is sexual assault. So content warning there. Uh, the title, is, the, the Sparrow is not easy on the emotions. Like I had to put the book down a couple of times. So it's also different from my other picks in that this one is a little bit um, heavier, I guess. It's it's harder on the emotions is what I'm saying. Especially as you get to know the crew and the main character, Emilio Sandoz, who's the Jesuit priest. Uh, but it's a really celebrated book. If you like Contact, uh, I know there are probably a lot of you out there who love Contact. I love Contact. So that's I think that's actually why I read The Sparrow, because the sound of it reminded me of Contact. Then you should definitely pick this one up. Um, they do actually go to this planet, though, and see some sights, and the descriptions are amazing. So again, that was The Sparrow by Mary Doria Russell. And that concludes my recommendations for science fiction and fantasy featuring music. Thank you so much for listening. And as usual, you can email us at sffyeah at bookriot.com. And please do review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps people find us. And you can find me online um, on Instagram. I'm at Williams. That's S-Z-A-I-N-A-B Williams. And happy reading. Happy reading.